Folly's latest book is inspired by our hometown of Shaw and Crompton, and by Sam Finn, a man who used to live there. Before we can tell you about Sam, though, we first have to tell you about Shaw, because one goes hand in hand with the other. Shaw and Crompton sits in the foothills of the South Pennines, four miles from Oldham and nine miles from Manchester. It has grown on the banks of the River Beale, a small tributary of the River Roach, from being a small hamlet into a town of around 23,000 people. Although it currently lies within the confines of Greater Manchester, historically the town was part of Lancashire, and some of Shaw's residents still write lanks on letters in an act of protest against a geographical switch. Shaw, you might say, is an ordinary place with an extraordinary story. The Industrial Revolution, cotton spinning, and the textile manufacturing boom prompted something akin to a gold rush to take place in Shaw. By the early years of the 20th century, where our story is set, King Cotton had transformed the area into a mill town, comprised of nearly 50 red brick chimneys and cotton mills, with names like Lily, Dawn, Briar and Cape. It is easy to dismiss Shaw's story as one of machinery, metal and brick, but it is a human story too. The textile mills of Shaw and Crompton made some of its residents rich, especially if you happen to own one. In fact, for a few years after the First World War, it was apparently estimated that there were more millionaires in Shaw per capita than anywhere else in the world. At the other end of the scale, though, were the thousands of factory workers, residents of Shaw's countless terraced houses, who kept the mills running around the clock. In a time when poverty could be a death sentence, there is no doubt that the mills gave many a better standard of living than they could have expected otherwise. But that does not mean life was easy, far from it. Life could be difficult, dirty and often short. Sam Fitton was these people's voice. He was their entertainer and their poet laureate all rolled into one. A mill worker himself for many years, Sam was also a writer, a legendary mimic, a poet, a playwright and a cartoonist. He would contribute hundreds of cartoons to the Cotton Factory Times, a newspaper for mill workers, which addressed workers' rights, the role of women and bullying. As a poet, he often wrote hilarious lines in the Lancashire dialect, and the book of his poems, Gradely Lancashire, was published after his death in 1923. Gradely Lancashire was described by Eamon Wrigley, another lo local poet, and Sam's friend, as a book that will keep summer in the house, even when there is a foot of snow on the ground. There is sunshine on almost every page, he wrote, for the author had nothing else in his heart. It is Sam Fitton's ability to look on the bright side, no matter what the circumstances, that Folly's sixth book is inspired by. In the very short story that follows, we have tried in just a few hundred words to capture what wrinkle in Sam's eyes and the laughter that played around the corners of his mouth. He was a man, Wrigley wrote, who despite his own lengthy list of misfortunes, went along life's road carefree as a bird and singing his merry songs to cheer the weary hearts of less happy wayfarers. 
In our story, an unnamed friend of Sam's looks back and remembers his much-missed mate, and a walk through Shaw they made with their friend Peter Pike to a poetry reading on a hill overlooking the town. On the way, they discuss chimneys, mills, the wakes holidays for mill workers that were held in the summer each year in the River Beale. The words Sam speaks in our story are largely his own and have been taken from Gradley Lancashire, his, Crump his Crompton travel guide, a Gradley unofficial guide to Shea, and the Crompton Chanticleer, a short-lived humorous monthly publication he produced in Shaw for a number of years. Wrigley predicted that Sam's grave in High Crompton Cemetery would become a place of pilgrimage and that, it's, and that his work would be read for generations to come. Sadly, this did not come to pass, and while a statue of Eamon Wrigley has been erected in Upper Mill, Short and Crompton's very own Port Laureate is still to be memorialised in the town that he called home. Nevertheless, we hope this small book begins the restoration of Sam's memory to its rightful place, a man who, perhaps, captured the northern character better than no other when he wrote, Lest we forget, let wrinkles come with smiling. Tomorrow's grief need not be born today, when life's road is wearisome and riling, a sense of humour helps to pave the way.